Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, I'm back. It's August the 27th, Saturday, about 2.30. I'm uh, running a little late. Got home too late yesterday to do much of anything, but try to get some sleep. Long week, challenging, a lot of ups and downs, but you know what? Every day is an opportunity to succeed, and that's the way I look at it. This is the urban village where the old school house party is alive and well. Welcome, I'm Colette Bears, host of the urban village, as well as the co-creator. Um, I want to take a moment to really talk about the absence of a village, and that has been my sole purpose in the urban village is bringing the old school village, the old school community back together. You know, those Friday afternoons, Friday evenings, I should say, where we would get together in our neighborhoods, you know, play vinyl, um, drink um, whatever it was coming out of the paper bag that you sit on the table, have some fish or whatever was the nearest or the best, or maybe, you know what, we got lucky and someone cooked a meal. That was how we went about getting fortified, licking our wounds, sharing our, our joys, our failures, our fears. You said we had a village and we don't have that village anymore. And I think for us as a nation, and I'm talking about um, the melanated, in particular, the Nubian nation. We've got to get a village. We've got to get a village. There's so much malfeasance and evil and bad going on, even amongst those that are achieving, that it's really far more interesting, their horrific backstories, because people have them. Not the ones they make up to make you think, wow, they got through, so I can too. But the journey, to discuss the journey, to talk about what that journey has been. That's going to be the story. That's going to be in the annals of ancient antiquities artic of men. Is how did we get through it? When you think about the fact that we've had close to 500 years in this country, and you think about who we were as um, a people, as a community, we're not a monolith, but think about it. The world began with us long before Rome, long before Greece, long before any of it. We had kingdoms, very, very, very important influential kingdoms that still resonate to this day. But yet and still we know little about it. We know little about it. All the while, while China and Russia, particularly China, run into the continent and are stealing. Because you know, in the end, it will be about the control of rare earth metals and minerals. And where else in the world has an abundance than the continent of Africa? That's where the battle lies. And they are running in there on the pretense, watch this, of nation building, building roads, bringing them to the 21st century. And it's all a bunch of bullshit because we know what they're really doing. And that brings me back to, again, us not being a monolith. You know, if we go back and we look at the history of, you know, African nations 
you know, you always will hear, you know, white supremacists say, you know, they will tell the story in history that we sold ourselves into slavery, that we sold ourselves into slavery. Not really true, but we did contribute because our testimony of what is the proverbial thorn in our side is tribalism. Not that other nations don't have it, but it has been our downfall. Because you would think that in 2022, Africa would take and say, you know what? We played our role in this diaspora being disseminated around the earth. You know, we welcome you home with open arms. Look at, look at Israel. Everyone has a birthplace if you are Jewish. And you can go and you can uh, go to Israel. Um, you can have your citizenship. You have to do your time in the military. Everyone, men and women. But we have nothing. There's no outstretched hands to us. To paraphrase a line from a raisin in the sun. Oh, Africa, your outstretched hands, as Agagase said. But anyway, we're going to have to do better with that. You know, If we had been embraced, and again, I don't think it's our responsibility to do that as black Americans. I think it's Africa's responsibility to out, you know, to outstretch their arms across the oceans and say, we want to have you as a part of us. Because quite frankly, without us, you will continue to be exploited, Africa, continent. You will continue to have Russia, all the colonialists, um, China come in and do what they do because your only protection is to make a viable relationship with us. Because like it or not, Black people in this country spend well over a trillion dollars a year. A trillion dollars a year. So we have discretionary income. Something you don't have. You know, the dictators, the malevolent um, leaders that come in and cut deals with, you know, secret groups and, um, and governments, foreign governments, CIA, whatever they have in France and England, we as a monolith could come in and change the world for the better, for the better. But it's our call. It's our call. We have so much greatness. We have so much greatness. And, you know, it's enough. I was looking at, there was a documentary done on um, a rapper I don't, you know, I don't really like to use the rap names, but that's like their, you know, their media tags, little baby. And, you know, he is probably a genius. But, you know, they love, they love to sell the story of I was a drug dealer, but then I found I became a rapper and I don't have to do that anymore. And, I mean, at what time and channel will that narrative go away? We are not just one dimensional. And that's why we don't have community because that's the story, that's the narrative that keeps being told over and over again. Lots of stories. And it's just, 
you know, we need to break free of it. We need to break free of it. And that's why I'm not mad at LeBron James. I adore and respect what he's doing. His sons, if he wants them to play in the NBA, you know what? He's put the time into it. He is their role model. Role model. He is their father. He is their coach. He is their mentor. He is their muse. So I'm not mad at him. So all those people who hate on LeBron James, get over it. Get over yourselves because he's a black man that believed in his children, that put the time into his family to make them the next generation, to have a legacy. So I think that's what's really driving people is straight out from those non-melanated people, hatred of seeing, hey, this could happen. And for us, crabs in the barrel syndrome. Yep, I said it, I said it. Moving on, another week without Brittany Griner home. Now she stood up and pled guilty to, yeah, I brought, I brought hash, I brought marijuana in. I didn't know I was packing, I was in a hurry. I take full responsibility because they probably told her to say that madness. And then what does Russia do? I'm going to give her nine and a half years. And so supposedly now the United States representatives and Russian representatives are in serious negotiations. But, you know, she's still not free. All this while a... Russian nuclear power plant is on the brink of annihilating great swaths of Europe. Went offline yesterday, or the day before, they got it back up, but um, what I'm reading today, I read in the New York Times that it's leaking hydrogen and there's releases of radioactive uh, material that are high. They passed out, I, the, the Ukrainian government has passed out iodine tablets to people because iodine will lessen the effect of the radiation once released. This is probably, you know, I pray for a really decent outcome, but I think this is going to be that proverbial shit show in Europe. And you may go, wow, I don't care, that's Europe. But see, I see a bigger plan. I see uh, people leaving Europe in droves going other places to live because it will become too dangerous. Primarily, I see them making a beeline to America because as much as Biden and you have the crazy governor of Texas sending you know, illegal migrant workers um, and families to other states to say, okay, you deal with them. Um, I think the one that we're not being told about, not paying attention to, is the number of people that are going to run out of Europe that have begun to run out of Ukraine into the United States. And why is that important? Because it is predicted by the year 2030, um, whites in this country will be the minority. And that, <laughs> that drives them bonkers. But what better way than to take in those who have been affected by Putin and his madness in Ukraine to keep the numbers of whites in this country high. More for that matter throughout Europe if this nuclear power plant goes. They could stay in domination for another God knows what. 
but see, we're not looking at that. We're looking at what uh, 45, the idiot that he is, did and taking documents that don't even have a name on it because they're so top secret and because he's trying to use them as leverage. You don't give me, you, you give me jail time, I give this to foreign nations. Who's to say he hasn't done it already? You know, it's just unbelievable what we are going through. And that's why we need our village. And it's up to us to keep our village, to fight for our village, not someone else, because it's not their village, us. The level of crime, you know, like people say, oh, black on black crime is horrible. But there's white on white crime that we never talk about. But what we need to do is make sure that we are servicing and upholding and uplifting every part of our community. We shouldn't have any crime. We shouldn't have murders of black people by black people. You know, before integration, everyone lived in our community. Doctors, lawyers, ministers, dentists, teachers, um, city civil workers, they all were together. And you know what? There was a hierarchy. And one thing that everyone in the hierarchy would agree to is the folks that were on the lower end of the hierarchy, you weren't going to fiddle and jack up the community because we needed it to work. But you know, since integration, we've left our community in droves. And the people at the bottom are now, they were rubbing their hands together back in the day. Now they're saying, damn it, it's ours. We run it this way. And we don't want no other way but this way. And don't you come back and change it. You know, it's a really interesting phenomenon to live in Southern California and go into the city and go into Los Angeles to an era we call the jungle, which is Baldwin Village, and watch gentrification take hold. Watch Europeans, AKA white folks, move back into the jungle and see nothing wrong with going out at midnight to walk their dog. Because see, they know there's a sense of protection that they are insulated, that the police will come immediately. And those people who would engage in a crime with them, well, you're gonna get a swift and rapid response. Whereas for us, just trying to get the paramedics to take you to the hospital when you're sick requires an act of Congress. We know the injustice exists and we're tired of the, the lip service. And that's why, you know, Black people are really like with the whole student loan forgiveness. It wasn't such a great ass deal for black women in particular who are the heads of many households or for black people in general because we know that we have to take out financial aid, more financial aid and student loans in the form of student loans in any other group. And how fucking crazy is that? We like Native Americans should have a free education. And the money that we were given for loan forgiveness is just a drop in the hat. Whereas if you look at the amount of PPE loans that were forgiven in the hundreds of millions of dollars to GOP officials, including rug wearing ugly, I can't wait for him to go. I don't care if it's walking or take carrying him out. Mitch McConnell, it's ridiculous. 
You know, this is a man that bragged about his family being slaveholders. Just really, that's what I'm saying. There's that sickness, that warpness, but anyway, I digress. This time goes so fast. We're coming to an end. But remember, the story is never over until the lion is the storyteller and the hunter is not. This has been a brown bear, Reggie Valens, Patrick Bolton, Karen Bennett, Don Carter, and My Bevy production. Looking for a book, something to read that will give you hope or a sense of community and connections and love? Read Claret Street by Colette Barris. Bookstores everywhere, Amazon now.